I wanted to mention to some of the listeners here in Southwest Iowa that we're, the Iowa State Patrol is going to participate in a high three project, we're going to call it, uh, for 2023. So uh, what that's going to look like, we did a little bit of data analytics, which is you know the thing to do now for everything. Um, and in a three-year time period, um, we looked at crash analysis and looking at the severity of those those crashes. And in that 2020 to 2022 time frame, uh, we discovered there were 1,200 accidents in our southwest Iowa nine-county region here uh, that occurred on the interstate system where two-lane roadways had about 1,700 crashes that took place. So um, we're we're trying to focus a little more time on the two-lane roadways, even though the interstates you know, have been ultimately our, our responsibility and we're still going to be doing enforcement there. But, um, you know, another alarming statistic in that three-year time frame, um, we had 58 fatalities that occurred on two-lane roadways during that same time frame. So, um, you know, we're needing to spend a little extra time. Uh, at first, I was a little bit surprised at those numbers just simply because you think of the interstate system and the volume of traffic that's up there. Um, you know, my thought was, man, you know, I wouldn't have thought there'd have been that many more on the two lane roadways. But then, you know, when I sat back and really looked at it, um, there's a lot more that you have to pay attention to and, uh, be ready for when you're, when you're on those two lane roadways, you've got other intersections, you know, for the most part, just about every mile, um, on some of these two lane roads, there's a gravel road intersecting. So now you've got intersections, other cars that you have to trust that are going to stop at those stop signs. And it's, it's just more than just driving down the interstate system. Uh, you've got hills, uh, blind intersections, things like that. So, uh, the two lane roads is not a, I guess, not a surprise after really diving into that information to realize that they, uh, they are more dangerous. So coming up on Wednesday, the 15th, we're going to do a saturation project, um, on highway two, highway 34 and highway 92. So you're just going to see, you know, more enforcement. We're going to work with the County Sheriff's offices for those that want to participate and have the, have the resources, uh, to where you'll see a lot more, uh, maybe vehicle stops, state, state patrol, County, um, to just saturate those areas, focusing on speed and seatbelt usage, especially, but then just kind of any, um, any, I guess, violation that might occur. So, um, just want to make Iowa or uh, Southwest Iowa people aware of that and understand that each month we're going to do one of these projects, uh, in that high three initiative, uh, to try to get our numbers below 300 on our fatalities for the year. So, um, you know, expect that it's not going to always be those three roadways that I mentioned. Um, each month we may pick a different, you know, three roadways that we're going to work. Um, so hopefully, hopefully we can have an influence on those drivers and, and maybe where they haven't necessarily seen, uh, enforcement or the state patrol, they'll, they'll start to see us out there and, and hopefully get, you know, some better driving habits potentially. Right. And just because you guys are going to be on those three major corridors doesn't mean that people should think that, oh, I'm going to go on the interstate and they won't be, they won't catch me up there. Yeah, correct. No, we'll, we'll have, we'll have people definitely, uh, on the interstate systems like we normally do. Uh, this is just going to be kind of a one day hit it hard, uh, initiative, um, not to mention, you know, we're going to do a better concerted effort on a daily basis of, of being seen and not just going straight to the interstate systems. Uh, because obviously, you know, regardless of where those crashes are occurring, if these numbers were flipped the opposite way, we'd be doing enforcement efforts along that interstate system. So it's, it's going where we're seeing the crashes and where we're seeing the injuries, you know, in that same time frame, 
Uh, there were 154 serious injuries that occurred on the two-lane roadways compared to 70 serious injuries along Interstate 80. So we almost double uh, the serious injuries related on those on those roadways. So it just makes sense to, you know, put our enforcement efforts in an area that seemed to be a problem and where we're having a lot of accidents. So um, right now in, in 2023, we're not exactly off to a good start. We have uh, 10 more fatalities, I think, as of last Friday um, in 2023 than what we had in 2022. So kind of behind the eight ball there, and really we haven't had a ton of significant uh, – winter weather so uh you know, I know we lost uh, what was it two or three people over in southeastern iowa on sunday another one or two uh last friday or saturday yes i did i mean it's just i did see that yeah you know it's it's just putting putting driving back into driving you know the the thing i told uh or i have told numerous people is you know for most everybody out there the most dangerous thing you're gonna do in a day unless you're skydiving or something like that uh might it, it's going to be driving to and from work whether or not you're driving two miles or you're driving 50 miles on your commute. Um, you know, you just get used to doing that every single day. So maybe you're not exactly on the same high level of guard as that you would be driving on a family vacation, let's say. But, um, you know, if you really stop and think about that, most people's chances of dying in any given day are probably behind the wheel of a vehicle. Therefore, you know, the amount of attention and the laws that are put in place, you know, need to be followed to help increase survival. If, if, God forbid there's a, a bad accident. So, what, what are you finding are the primary reasons for these accidents? Uh, Ryan, is it alcohol distraction? Uh, I don't know, just poor maintenance vehicles or tiredness? Or Well, I think, I think you can attribute some of them to all of those things that you just mentioned. Um, speed, obviously, the, the more high the speeds are, mm-hmm. uh, the more likely that you are to be injured. Uh, one of the things that we're seeing on these two-lane roads that are kind of alarming is the amount of accidents that are occurring because somebody runs a traffic control device at a stop sign. just And to us, that is 100% preventable. To me, there's some type of a distraction, whether it be daydreaming, a cell phone in their hand. Um, we've all learned what that what that stop sign looks like since the day we took driver's ed and, and know that those roadways, there's going to be stop signs with any major intersection or any major roadway. Um, so we're seeing a lot of vehicles that are running those. And, and I think from what all accounts I read on the Eastern Iowa one you were talking about right. that killed three over the weekend, it was uh, a one 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 vehicle ran a stop sign, the other one hit it. So, you know, just attentive driving, speed, seatbelts. Um, in 2022, it was pushing 45%, I think, uh, of the fatalities that we had occur in 2022 mm-hmm. were not buckled up. So that's a, that's a simple, easy easy fix you know take the two seconds that it takes to reach up put that seat belt on and, and latch that thing uh because it's gonna increase your chances of survival if you are involved in a crash so you know a little bit of everything's just related to it it's it's getting the driving back and driving but yes distracted driving uh, i know right now we're currently uh, you know trying to push through and and we at the iowa state patrol really really believe that we need a more enforceable uh, distracted driving cell phone to where you it's a hands-free bill to where you have you can't have a phone in your hand uh, when driving um, which makes it a little more enforceable but but even at then even at that uh, people have to take it upon themselves to obey that law even if it is you know hopefully cross our fingers put into law yeah. uh, they still have to obey that you know it's the same as a seatbelt seatbelt's the law but yet 
almost half of our people we're losing out here in, in fatality accidents are, are not buckled up. Right. Well, it's a law, but people are just aren't following that. So it'll a chance buckled up than to be ejected through the windshield or window or roof or whatever. Absolutely. Yep. Your chances of survival uh, are, are tremendous just by keeping you in that seat uh, and using some of those safety features that the vehicles have to, and are designed for rollovers and things like that. So, and the, and the other thing we're going to do with that, with this two lane high, high three enforcement project is to get our aircraft, the Iowa state patrol aircraft involved. Um, some people may or may not be aware. If you see those big, uh, white kind of rectangular painted marks on the middle of a, of a, of a hard surfaced road, we have those every quarter mile and our aircraft up above is able to use a time distance formula that's pre-programmed into a stopwatch and can tell our exact speeds. Uh, in fact, I have a couple that I've, I'm going to be posting here soon on, on Twitter that were in the triple digits just from over the weekend oh, wow. up here along Jeez. interstate 80. So um, people can kind of look at those and, uh-huh. and see what those stopwatches actually look like. But uh, your radar detectors and mm-hmm. those things aren't going to work uh, you know, when we have our aircraft. So we'll be utilizing yeah. more of those as the weather gets nicer. Uh, some of those need to go out and be repainted. So if you see some bright uh, white rectangular new painted marks on roadways, that's what it's going to be used for. So those are used for a stopwatch where the, the pilot starts and stops a stopwatch mm-hmm. uh, and keeps his eye on that vehicle and leads them straight to an officer yeah. that be sitting down the roadway. So, yeah, yeah hopefully we'll just uh, try to make a difference in our nine counties in southwest mm-hmm. Iowa. And if everybody does that i think maybe we'll we'll get this thing below 300 fatalities on our roads before we know it so so. and and i hope that too that the students around here you know we haven't had for at least a couple of years any major student fatality accidents coming from or going to school that i'm aware of but no I i think we've been pretty good in that aspect uh you know the ones that I know of, I think have been pretty minor, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is a good thing. And and honestly, those are the those are the people that we are trying to target in our education. You know, obviously we're trying to push it to everybody, but yeah. uh, old old habits die hard. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's one of those that if we can get our young people to understand the importance of those seatbelts and and why yeah. those you know your chances of survival are are better. And we have a uh, seatbelt convincer that the yeah. Iowa State Patrol uses, and uh, it, it yeah. simulates a ten mile an hour crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's something that um, you know anybody can request that from the Iowa State Patrol, and we can come to the school over the lunch hours right. and and give the students an opportunity mm-hmm. to to feel what it's like to get yeah. into a seat buckle a seatbelt and then they they slide down and hit a bumper at the end and it simulates a a 10 mile an hour crash it is a useful tool for especially the young the young kids 